I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As possibly bleak as this. Welcome everyone to another episode of Chessie Hour. I am your host, Daniel Soft. I'm joined by the representatives of Chessie Hour on Touchline. Uh, proud to say joined by Shemi. What are you saying, bro? Good man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, and and I'm also joined by Babs. What are you saying, Babs? You didn't sound as enthusiastic, man. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. How, how are you doing, Dan? Well, I didn't sound as enthusiastic when I was introducing you as opposed to Shemi. <laughs> Me and Shemi have a elite post-match. Me and Shemi have a elite post-match pod. Like, you're just here. No one invited you. I didn't even know you were. Hey, know. listen, man. You, you know me, man. I just pop up random times. Ugh. Okay, cool. Um, So, set the context. Obviously, for those that are listening straight away, you know we played Manchester United. Maybe you'll listen to this a few days later. So we've just come off the back of Man United game. Um, okay, we're also joined by Jerry, who said 10 minutes ago, give me five minutes. I'm going to be setting up my mic. Um, I don't understand. But yeah, Jerry, Jerry's his audio is connecting. Um, but yeah, we've just come off the back of the Man United game. Man United at Old Trafford. So we were away. Um, it feels like it's coming to the end of the season where it's almost like, it feels like we've already got top four. It's a weird situation where we, it feels like we've got top four thirty, but we haven't done that yet. And so there's big potential for us to completely embarrass ourselves. Um, the result of the match, 1-1. Uh, so again, it's a little bit closer to, to securing top four, which is kind of what we want to do in the league, but it's still not there yet. Um, so again, I'm joined by Babs, Shemi and Jerry. What are you saying, Jerry? Okay, good, you need to get, good, get your shit good to be here, man. Get, get your shit together. You're <laughs> late. 
You know, okay, okay, you, you can. You know what? I was, I, I was setting up my mic. Uh, I've got to bring that crisp carry for you guys. So, how long does it take? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Fam, you're, you're not lotioning babes, man. You're, you're, you're talking right. to test our listeners. Come on, man. Yeah, there's only the people. We're going to get our, our female um, listenership up. But anyway, so the game coming today, um, I'm not going to ask you about what your thoughts were before and all that type of stuff. I just want to know is this what you. I guess it's the same question. Is this what you expected? So it was one-one. Yes. Yeah. Did, did you expect us to dominate the game? To be tr- like, be honest, Babs. Yeah, because United are shit. But I knew we were going to draw. At least you, I, I remember. Um, I think it was um, German that he tweeted, "I'm going to be feasting." I said, "You're, you're feasting on a nil-nil." I mean, it wasn't a nil-nil. It was a one-one, but mm-hmm. it was the same result. Like at this point, we we all know what United are. You okay. Know, they're not the best of teams. They don't really like control games. They mm-hmm. the field is non-existent. And with us, we're, we're, good, we're good at controlling games, you know, but mm-hmm. when they get to the front line, you know, our attack can be quite blunt. And towards the second half of the season, our defence hasn't been as, as sure as it was at the beginning. So any half chances for United, where you have Ronaldo up top, you knew he's going to bag it, you know? Jimmy, so I feel like it was quite obvious. Just, was I can't happen. lie. I agree with Babs. Coming into it, I was just thinking this is going to be a draw. And I just, yeah. I, I felt it all over. Shemi, where are you? Yeah, I'm sorry to uh, be boring, but that was my exact thoughts as well. I knew it was going to be a draw. I just knew. I don't know. Um, but yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, this is one of the end of the season games um, whereby it just feels like the season is just petering out on a whimper yeah. kind of thing. Um, not really too much to play for, mm-hmm. um, even though I really wanted to win to kind of secure third and just check out the season. Because yeah. um, obviously, we're nine points clear if we won today. But yeah, um, I knew it was going to be a draw. Uh, very good performance, though. But yeah, just, just very, very frustrating. Very good performance. When it comes down to this part of the season where it's like, okay, cool, we're not going to win a league. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, let's just secure the top four thing. I think it's so important to secure it early because that's when you can start right. giving some yes, players that I haven't agree. been getting, like, do you know what I'm saying? And now yeah. we're going to have to bring out the same players who already played 60 games that are, you know, <laughs> that are 30 years old plus and shit like that. Um, so, Jerry, is your mic, is your mic ready? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so what's your thoughts? Well, um... Before the game, I, I saw the, the the fact that so many United players were out injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw the, the youngsters warming up on the bench. I was like, you know what? Cherry FC, we're about to give someone a, a quick 15 minutes of fame here. But we started really well. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought from the back to the middle third, you know, we, we dominated possession. Mm-hmm. Um, created loads and loads of chances. Um, I don't know what was going on with Havertz in that first half. Um, That'll be the first topic, but go on. Yeah, but um, I, I think something I, know, something I noticed um, this game was uh, Matt was in the pockets um, when, when United were trying to press us, and, mm-hmm. and the midfield was the midfield was terrible. You know, what? I, I I listened to like Muga on a, on a Monday, and every Monday it's the same thing. Like, don't oh, pick up midfield, other pod. I don't I don't really watch United that often so it's mad to see it in the flesh like exactly mm-hmm. as, it, as as they've described and like yeah, it's yep. crazy to me that this is like the Premier League the elite level of football supposedly yep. the best league in the world and this is what whoa. they're serving up whoa listen okay number one Man United aren't the, they're not the elite of the Premier League no more do you know what I'm saying? And to be fair, I think that yeah, Shemi said. Yeah, I think I think you mis- I think you've misunderstood me. I'm not saying they're the elite. I'm just saying this is what they're serving up in the Premier League. Like they couldn't find better than this. And um, but still, we we, didn't we, didn't, we didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't kill them off. That's yeah, like, we didn't beat them. exactly. We didn't kill them off. Um, and it's the story of our season, really. Story of our season. 
Look, I on the Chelsea account, I wanted people to put, not put their, what do they say? Nail their opinions to the mast or whatever about their lineup for the next season. And what I wanted to see is how trusting people were of like Havertz to be, carry the goals. Because look, even Havertz, I'm trying to remember it, it's German, but there's a term for it in Germany where um, you play better in the second half of the season. And they asked Kai about it. He said, are you aware that in terms of goals anyway, most of them come second half of the season? And he's like, yeah, I'm aware of it. I'm fully aware of it. I don't know why it's happening, but that, um, that happens to me. And when it comes down to it, I think people need to remember, Kai Havertz is a project striker. He's been a midfielder. Do you know what I'm saying? So he's not someone that I expect to kill anyway. And so I put out on the Chelsea account, what are your uh, formations for next season? I actually quite the large majority of people, I think, trust the Havertz to be the goal scorer. Now, Babs, I want to come to you because obviously I'm in the Chelsea group chat. And if you don't mind me saying, you're, you're very, I think you're emotional. I, I know you take it as a diss, but to be fair, you're a fan. Fans are supposed to be emotional. It's not necessarily a diss, but especially with the like, the, the criticism, the crit, that's how Jorginho said it. But um, you was you was really kind of obviously scathing of Kai's chances. So I think he had like three first half, 30 minutes. And, um, and then I saw some XG stuff coming in. And so just talk to me um, about Kai and if you're comfortable, like obviously the game, and then if you're comfortable of him being our main goal scorer. Um, you know what, yeah? Mm -hmm. Thinking back at the game, I don't think it was terrible. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as terrible as people were saying. Like he, mm -hmm. he had a couple like nice runs, you know. He gave you what you what you normally gave you, but he just he just I feel like he's on the edge of like he's he's like he's like on the edge of just being a competent player up top for us, you know. Whereby mm -hmm. he's gonna like put away one or two chances, but he just can't seem to like push through in that. Like we saw a bit of it uh, um, towards the period where we were playing against like Norwich, um, Newcastle, etc., etc. But I just don't feel like. He's ready for that yet. So personally, I wouldn't trust him to be like the main goal scorer at mm -hmm. the moment. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of his overall performance, I definitely think he should have got a goal or two today, like for, for sure. Like I, I feel like that the second chance where um Kante put him in in particular, like he had enough time to either square it or go for goal. And that was good football. And, 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 yeah, exactly. I was quality football. And, and for a guy who's got as much composure as um he's supposed to have, I, I was a bit worried about like, that the, the lack of, the lack of you know in, in terms of those two chances, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those games at the end of the day, I guess. I think I think the first chance, the Hayer done well to kind of like... Yeah, he done well. Really, yeah. really quickly. Like, he rushed out at him. But yeah, that's what I, he doesn't normally do as well, which is, which is, yeah. which is, a, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I yeah, the Hayer of, of other games, fam. Yeah, I, I agree, though. I think I think overall, Kai, Kai more often than not, will, will give you quite a, a good performance up top in terms of... Um, mm. He will do every everything... Um, that all the good stuff of a strike in terms of making runs, pressing, linking up play. His hold up play has actually been pretty good too this season as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, um, I've always said that I think Kai is the secondary goal scorer. I don't think he's the main goal scorer. And I think, um, and even though I wouldn't buy a striker this season, um, and I know we've had this conversation um, in the group chat about how hard it is to find like goal scorers from wide, um, that would kind of be my solution. But um, yeah, um, I, I don't think Kai can quite just yet shoulder that burden of being the main scorer just yet but everything else in terms of his all-round play is, is actually very good um and all we can do is hope he can develop into we, someone who's a bit more ruthless so yeah do how um my question is how harsh should we be on kai uh, like bringing in context uh mm. what is he yeah. he's still 22 or is he 23 22 turning 23 in so, june so yeah so he's 22 um He's again, he's not like he came out of the 
it's not like he came out of the academy as a striker as well. Um, but so mm. how scathing should we be yeah. of, of those chances? Like he had three good chances and that's almost like a difference. We've seen it with Benzema. Listen, the, the Liverpool, was it? Who did they play? So the City um, and uh, Real Madrid match. And again, the Real Madrid-Chelsea match. Like Real Madrid aren't that good, but having a killer, and obviously Benzema's on the opposite end of his career. He's just going to be finishing and you can see how sharp he is. Chelsea, we have a lot of young people up front. We try to bring experience up front in Lukaku, but this, like, we can all say, like, I'm, I, I feel like it's consensus. We're missing killer instinct up front. So, so yeah, how scathing should we be over Kai Havertz, or do we just kind of layer it with context that like he's young and he's been? No, I, I definitely think you should still be a bit, a bit. Scathing. Um, I feel like I still, I, you should be still be critical of it because at the end of the day, you know, you're a Premier League player. You, you've mm-hmm. got to be finishing your chances, but. It's not really at this point of the season. I can't at this point of the season. I, I don't really give a fuck anymore, man. That's what I, <laughs> I, I, I just want to get over the. I just want to get over the edge, man. It's with eye to next season too. That's why. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's with eye to next season. Go on. I I personally definitely think um, context is definitely. It, you know what? It's the price tag. If it wasn't for the price tag, um, people would be you know a lot more um, contextual about Kai. Uh, mm. But it is where it is. Like the game's the game. You know what I, mean? I don't know. Um, I, I just. I oh, but let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. But yeah, but for me personally, I've always said that um, everything else aside, Kai is Kai is a, he's a very young player, mm-hmm. um, and he's had um so many different experiences in the Premier League, in his short time in England, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like generally in terms of like the way he's kind of performed this season, I feel like he's on a, he's he's actually been on a pretty good tra- trajectory, especially second half of the season. Um, the only thing is missing is literally that. That, that first half whereby he can put together a full kind of body of work if that makes sense um, but I feel like um, for a player his age I do feel like it's kind of normal to be producing what he's producing um, but like I said um, with like you know the whole like how the expensive sign it, it comes with scrutiny and stuff like that but for me personally um, I'm very contextual with him and I'm I'm quite I'm very patient with him because I believe in the talent and I think the talent is a, it, I think we've got a, a very good talent yeah, um, if, I, so, if, yeah. if, if I could just jump in there quickly, yeah. uh, me, yeah. I, I agree completely with what you said. Like, for me, that's that's why young players are so frustrating sometimes because you can see like they're not far away at a young age, they've got the potential, they've got talent. Um, and it's just that those little things that, that are keeping them from, from going to whatever that next level is. So, for me, I think obviously context is important, but um, in, in the context of this game in particular, he had a, a, a few chances. Um, in a period where we were dominant and if you mm-hmm. look at the chances the, the, the first one obviously you said the hair did well mm-hmm. um, for me the third one that header it, I saw it from a different angle and it was slightly behind them so I, I, you know I'm okay with that one but the, mm-hmm. the second one I think you should put that away because he had time he had space mm-hmm. he had uh, he could put it on, under the hair to the right to the left and the, the, there wasn't enough um you didn't put conviction. Yeah, the, yeah there, was, was, there wasn't enough conviction. It wasn't far enough conviction. away from keeper. Yeah, um, and I think I think at this level, um, with the amount of talent um, that he has, I, I just think he should be doing a bit better there. Not this shit again. Listen, what I'll say is this: obviously, Eden Hazard. I think he came to us at twenty twenty one, so it's probably like twenty, but then he turned twenty one really quickly. And then everyone does the same thing they always do: it's always twenty one and. He'll become a like a goal scorer, a mean goal scorer, 20, 30 later on. He just needs his potential, et cetera, et cetera. Lukaku with a bad touch. Oh, he's 21 and when it gets forward. So I, I always stress this. It's not necessarily this thing where 
um, okay, cool, this person's 22 and therefore in five years, that's the only part of the game and it all clicks. This could be with Kai for the rest, I'm just saying, so for people to be prepared, this can be with Kai for the rest of his career. Now, what I would say is this, I feel like with Chelsea, I think I mentioned it before, because we play a 3-4-3 and, and to be fair, since Tuchel's come in and Tuchel, I think he saw him for Bayer Leverkusen as a striker. And so in his mind, he was like, okay, I want to try this Kai project. I think that's one of the reasons why he wasn't interested in giving Tammy a chance. He was like, no, I want, I want to do the Kai project. But I feel like everybody complains about the amount of goals that Mount and Kai get. And obviously Mount's had his best season so far and the season's not even finished, goal scoring wise, almost double digits for assists and goals. But I feel like, they're, for me, they're still like attacking midfielders. And so I, this is why I can't expect either of them to be like, and both of them right now, even though they're attacking midfielders, both of them are two of three of our attack that are supposed to kill teams. Now, attacking midfielders aren't really killers like that. There's a reason why you've got shooters. When I look at Alonso scored a goal today, Reese James, again, another shooter. For me, to be fair with Mount, Mount can shoot, but it's his, his, I don't know, I don't know if he's execute um, ratios good enough in terms of threatening. But I feel like Alonso and Reese James, when they're in and around the box and the ball drops them, I think like defenders should fear. And I feel like that's how strikers should be. And I just feel like with uh, Mount and Kai, they're more midfield contributors. And I feel like one of the reasons why our attack is blunt. It's because we've got these midfield contributors running around like they're our main attack. And for me, I'm not comfortable with it. So that's, that's, that's a very good point. But I guess I guess that was probably where Lukaku was meant to, you know, um, mitigate for that. But it obviously didn't work out. So we are where we are. All right. Okay, so back to the game. Um, do you know what? A lot of people said, you know what? We dominated them. It was always going to because Man United, that shit. But we're in bad form too. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, we played West Ham's second string, didn't we? It was mostly their second string. And we made yeah. we made hard work of it. So I don't know how you can come into this game confident that we're going to play them off the park. Obviously, we didn't win because we didn't. We all know our execution problems. But wasn't there a lot of good things? I, I want to talk about the good things. I know like podcasts, people want to complain and say this playing shit. But in terms of good things, Shemi, you mentioned that was good performance. So what would yeah. you impress by? Um, I was impressed by the way we we were a lot more um, intentional on the ball. Um, so it was night and day from the West Ham game. So the West Ham game was literally everyone takes five touches then pass it. Um, I think this this today we we got the ball and we tried to play forward um, as quickly as possible and as many times as we could, which was good. There was a lot more intent about the team. I think generally the team's energy was a lot more was a lot higher too. Um, they just seemed they just seemed a lot more up for it. Um, individually, I thought Kante was absolutely fantastic. Even though Kante um, finished with me. That's Sorry, people tell me. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought even though McTominay and Matic were like literally yeah, that's, that's that United touch, touch, man. Space. That's that United touch. <laughs> yeah, um, and also I think something that was really really positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like this is this this was a big part of Chelsea when they were at their best mm-hmm. when we were at our best in the autumn period is the overload um, and the threats from wide mm-hmm. um, and 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 James and, and Alonso were, were producing quality every single time right. especially Reece James the quality that they were producing from those areas was so so good um, so yeah I think I think and generally the way we kept the ball the way we moved the way we created chances um, it was it was a good it was a very good performance um, it was good it was, just the same I thing couldn't it. I agree. And Alonso shocks me. Like, Reese James, we know what to expect from Reese James. But sometimes yeah. when the ball comes to Alonso, I'm not expecting... I'm expecting more Wernerish. Like, is he going to trap mm-hmm. it if not? But, like, his touch has been... And even his decision-makings and even creating space for himself on the slow dribble. Uh, it was impressive. But, Babs, you said in the group chat, 
as soon as it started, just like, okay, cool, we're playing it quicker. And I know that one of your things is like, yo, we're so labor sir, et cetera. Yeah. So, and yeah. that was good to see, man. It was good yeah. to see that today. But I, yeah. I, I guess some probably say that a lot of that's down to United, but it was, it was good to see that we we're trying to like get the ball as quick as possible up because what we were able to do was find our wing backs and isolate positions or even moments where like Kai was able to get like 1v1 um, positions mm-hmm. as well up top. So that was um, good to see. And, and, I, and I do think with a, with a couple better touches here or there, I think Reese James could have had a, bit, a couple more mm-hmm. like better deliveries. And you know what? I've seen a lot of people giving Reese credit for the performance, but I don't think he was that good, man. I think he was all right, but I think I've seen a lot more better from him. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like his delivery was, was quite poor. He had a nice one for, for Kai in the first half and the Exactly, but I don't think he was as good as people were saying. Like, no, nah, I, I, I feel like I feel like he I feel like he was cooking tellers, but like let's, sometimes let's he was taking the piss, man. Sometimes let's he was taking the piss. Let's show me, let's show me counter. What, what do you think? I, I, I thought it was great. I I know what you mean. I think I think Reece James is such a set, such a high standard for himself, so you can judge him against himself. But I thought I thought today in isolation he was he, I thought it was great. I thought also he looked he looked off the ball very very well when he was yeah. in tight spaces. There were yeah. times where they tried to um, outnumber him. Um, out wide with like three man, three man on him, and he and he was very good to kind of um dri- kind of dribble his way out of it and that, link up that um, kind, the inside. That kind yeah. of attack where it was deep and Reese James was on the ball, and I think he did the one two or someone freed Kante, but that it all started with good feet. Um, that kind yeah. of that slow dribble that Reese James is capable of, and obviously he used his physicality well too. Um, so yeah, Babs, what I was going to ask you is, so are you going to give the reason why we? Played like that one touch quicker football. Are you just saying it's Man United, or potentially you don't think there's anything that we did ourselves? Um, it could be United, but I also think um one thing that was better to see from the midfield today was like Kante and um Jorginho. They weren't as far apart from each other, so they were able to learn some nice one one twos, and they just yeah. they just got past me feel pretty easily. You know, and um, Kante was able to like play some nice passes early on as well. So mm-hmm. I guess that that may be a, a tactical thing, you know, to, to move the ball a bit quicker throughout through the lines. Because mm-hmm. I guess a team like United, you don't really need to like build up as much as possible because then they're, they're just not good, you know. And mm-hmm. we, you kind of see it in terms of like how easy it was for us to be like incisive and getting behind them. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, hopefully it can be like a, a pattern for the rest of our season going into next season. But yeah, I, I take it as a positive for now, you know. I, also, I, 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 also, yeah. Also, sorry, I think um I think Chelsea always play a lot better when there's more space on the pitch. Um when teams shut off the space, like we we yeah, that's when we just play really slow and, and we have no ideas. Yes. But traditionally against teams, so that's why that's why we're always able to rise it against Liverpool because Liverpool mm-hmm. um, obviously they play a high line and they're spacing behind. Um and I think United today, because they're so disoriented, disorientated, there was literally space everywhere, there was space wide, there was space in the middle. Up, like literally everywhere, and it was just so easy for us to kind we of had those the balls. freedom of the pitch. Exactly, we had the freedom of the pitch. It was it was disappointing. If you imagine like the, listening to Gary Neville, like he sounded like Babs in the group chat, <laughs> like just <laughs> sending shots to Man United. Oh, we're so bad, we're so bad. It's terrible. It's the worst United ever. Um, um, okay, so is there any other performances you want to kind of focus on in that game, Jerry? Any any other performances from a Chelsea point of view? Um, I think Kante was excellent. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Thiago Silva um, managed uh, Ronaldo for, for, throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a there was, there was a good good little period from Mam. Um, but one thing I did notice though from from this game from mm-hmm. from recent games is the quality of our set pieces recently hasn't been uh, great. Who's on set pieces uh, So we had Mount. Uh, we had Alonso. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was it. But 
just the delivery was always short. Um, I, it used to be one of our strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know where it's gone, but I think this is what we look like, you know, on on the on the better end of the spectrum. I think that the, the root core, the root issue in terms of what we described before with the shooters, mm-hmm. um, that's that's going to be there with the squad of players, if you, and you can't change that, but. I mean, where I've been a little bit disappointed this season is that, you know, this is what we look like on the bet end of the spectrum. And if you play this match, um, if you play like this, um, you, you're more likely to get results even if you can't finish. Mm. So You know what? The, the, the funny thing is, you know, sometimes after a game, it's like, oh, we had so many chances. If we played that game nine times out of ten, we would have won. Uh, I think we could have played that game and been dominant like three or four times in a row and still not have scored. Or that many goals and still miss so many chances. I just feel like our attack is such an issue. Babs, you've been watching, like whenever you're watching another game, City Liverpool, and you're purring over them. So, what would you say? Um, what would you say the main differences are? Because uh, I kind of want to get your opinion on this. So, you're, you're, if we are to bridge the gap next season, because essentially, I think most of us have got one eye to next season now. And to be fair, against like you said, against the Liverpools, etc., when there's space, we can play. But for me, I said it in the last pod, finishing, which I think is commonplace amongst the fan base, maybe creativity as well. Um, but yeah, so what would you say are the main, the main things that we need to do to bridge the gap, perhaps? Um, same thing we said last season, man. Mm-hmm. Creativity. And that's, the, that's like the biggest one for me. And I don't think it was action, you know. Does it matter where the creativity comes from? Does it matter what position? I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it matters, man. I don't think it matters. You just need to have, you just need to have creative players. You know? I don't think you can rely purely on Reese and Mount to be your main sources of creativity throughout a season, you know. I feel like at, at times, you know, um, Chilwell was also, like, another source, but he's obviously a bit injured, so, like... You know what, I don't... Have, like, less. You know, for me, for me, like, I always... There's... Creativity, to me, isn't crossing the ball in. Like, for me, that's not creativity. Like, creativity is ingenuity. Like, just doing something that's already been done. That's not creativity. It's... Making a, a move that is a surprise. So, like for me, if crossing the ball in, well, that's not for me. That's not particularly creativity. And so, when I look around at Chelsea's team, I know a lot of people, because of the stats and they do the per ninety thing, they count all of this as just creativity. But for me, an assist doesn't necessarily mean it's a creative assist. And I feel like in general we lack attacking creativity. Um, and I count attacking midfielders as part of the. The, the creativity so I feel like there were so many times in this match and we see it where there was opportunities to make the right decisions and I feel like yes it's a team that's new and there's players that are new but I feel like so many times when you watch the elite players they combine well do you know what I'm saying and they know where each other are and they make really kind of like you know there's ingenuity here and I feel like we lack that so much I think we had so many opportunities forget about the chance that was created we had so many different counter-attacks where it's just like, oh, it's died because someone's made a shit pass. And you know what, that happens, but it shouldn't be a pattern. And I feel like in our attack, it's a pattern because we don't have that kind of like, you know, ingenious, we don't have those players that, you know, are good at combining it. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why we had coaches like, sorry, mm-hmm. um, and certain players like that, because it's everything is like, Automatic, almost. Uh, I think a few players struggled after sorry because 
their role in the in the team was so well defined by that that, that um in, in that system that when it when it got to Lampard's uh, should we say a bit more expansive system um they, they struggled a little bit and I feel like the, in terms of creativity as well um I think when I watch City and Liverpool <clears throat> there's also just a difference in general quality um mm-hmm. so just just those final um those, those final touches almost go on mist when you're watching Liverpool and City yeah but um that that extra bit of quality to to control the ball just that second faster you, um, you know what we we had we had so many cutbacks we attempted so many cutbacks this game and we got into good areas but the cutbacks a lot of them they didn't even look up yeah they're they blind just, they, they didn't even look up and if they had just taken the time to look up they would have put in a, to a good area but it was just I know that they have to think fast to get the ball in but it was just yeah. okay, Mark, do, Mark, do, do, Mark do, do you know everything. what do you know what you can get around that even if you don't look look up either the people in the middle can get around that by just having be like be having running lines where everyone's in different positions so wherever the ball goes there's gonna be someone close to it or the person who's on the ball you don't have to look up just put in put in into the area that's what they that's what they do but the problem is is like you can go you know near post far post or you can go close to the keeper back to keeper i just feel like a glance helps and i feel like sometimes like kai can do that and i can't remember if kai had any um cutbacks but Werner's definitely a head down player mount's definitely a head down player a, a ball into the area player rather than trying to think. And I feel like if they just had the chance to kind of look up, I would rather you look up and the chance leaves than just, and I get they're just trying to go for quickness. Um, sometimes that works out, but I just feel like we had so many cutbacks and the cutbacks were like, the, the opportunity was good, but because you didn't look up, you just put it into the wrong area. And that's just me. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's so, it's so frustrating. Matt was doing that so much. Um, and when, when, when you were saying that, um, one player that came to mind was Sesk. I remember every time Sesk got to the byline, he would always look up and Hazard as well um, and then pick out a pass. But in terms of your question, I think um, I think intensity as well. Intensity is a, is a real difference between us and, and Liverpool and City. I think I'm um, watching Liverpool against Villarreal. Um, they, they it was nil-nil at halftime and it's like, it's very easy to kind of um, second half to kind of fall into like um, kind of like a passive mode and be like, oh, it will come type thing. But they 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 continued the intensity from the first half mm-hmm. straight into the second half and didn't stop until they scored. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that we miss. We miss because when we've shown in games like games like Juventus today, Madrid, when we play like with intensity, we were really really top side, mm-hmm. but we just struggle to do it consistently, you know especially what? against the teams. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah. Yeah. What I was gonna say is one one of the things is. I, I always fear when we build teams on, we have to be intensive throughout the season because I just feel those levels are going to adjust through the season. So if the part of the formula of us winning is that we have to be more intensive than the other team, do you know what I'm saying? That's going to be difficult. Yeah. I think what Shemby's saying though. I do, I do. But I think maybe yeah. if, you, if you replace the word intense with maybe aggressive. I don't know what Dan is saying, but I mean, like, I think... The, the way the inconsistency with our um the way we switch it on and off is way too 
um, far, few and far between. Like, I feel like, I know what you mean in terms of it can drop at some points in the season. Yes, 100%. But I feel like you've got to have it. There's some games where we don't have it throughout the whole 90 minutes. I feel like you've got to have a period in the 90 minutes where yeah. you're, 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 really front, you're really on the front foot. And there's games where we have, there's games we go through do the whole you, 90 minutes. Do, where do, you, do, not, you, do, do you know why I say it's really? You know I mean, do, sorry, do, do you know why I say it's uh, aggression? Because, <laughs> like, really, yeah, really, 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 Jose famously said with 11 Aspilicuetas, he'd win the league. Uh, sorry, win the Champions League. Sick Listen, you. 11 Rudigers were cooking. You, you, you're you sick, you, man. <laughs> when I said 11 Rudigers. You know what I find is, and I kind of get what Shemi's saying, right? One thing Liverpool are really good at is they can change the game without making subs. For us, I feel like whenever we want to change the game, it's like, oh, people are looking to the subs bench. But I think with Liverpool, they can do it either by the subs bench mm-hmm. or just the guys they got on the field and... I feel like that's like one key difference between our players, but and it's gonna be interesting because in, in the summer, I'm not looking for I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not, not I'm not looking forward to it. I'm kind of like a bit apprehensive. I, I, st- I don't know the, the situations. I'm just looking at next season with like the players that we have currently, if that makes sense, and the guys mm-hmm. from, come back from loan. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what we could do to change that. But you know right now, man, I'm I'm lost for words. I can't you know, know. Do you know what's so interesting? It's like for the for the United game. It was almost like the West Ham game in reverse for us. Because, you know, like in the West Ham game, um, the first half, boy, that was one of the worst halves of football I've seen this season. Just because, obviously, the crowd wasn't, you know, like the kind of symbiotic relationship between the crowd and the players. And then I think it was the second half, someone done something and it, it just got the crowd up and then that kind of fed into the players. And I feel like the same thing happened this time, but we saw it with Man United and their fans. And um, obviously, like, Declan Rice seems like a player that a lot of Chelsea fans want. Um, and I, like, it just made me think about it. And it just made me think, do you know those, those players that they're going to go and do the thing just to get the tackle in when things are going bad? Um, and then the crowd responds to it. And so, yeah, that kind of made me think of Declan Rice. And I was thinking, actually, that West Ham game, it took way too long for that thing to start, for that relationship to start where the crowd starts helping the, the team, et cetera, et cetera. And we know that our home falls bad. And we played another game, just another good game, and that was away from home. And so, um, obviously, Declan Rice were really linked with... Gallagher's one of those ones as well that the fans will love in terms of just... Uh, I just wanted to throw that question out there. So how much is it important? Because we know that Tuchel lost those players, and, and almost sometimes it's not about talent, it's about, OK, cool, I want people that are going to give me that intensity. So, Babs, do you feel like maybe that's an antidote to... And Shemi just said, we're not always intense throughout the season. So do you think it's maybe an antidote? Because I know there's this whole no. conversation around... I don't, I don't think it's at all, man. No? I don't think it's at all, man. I don't think it's at all, man. I, I know I could be a passion, but I'm not, I'm not that far left. You know, I, I don't think that's... I don't think that's it, man. Like, you, you, you have to have quality, first of all, man. Like, you're yeah, not going to win. Man cannot live by passion alone, you know? Like, it, it, I, I feel like I feel like it's a mix. Like, you have to have the guys then, that are willing is, to do it. Saying, so coaching as well. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you saying the players that I mentioned are just passion alone? I think they're more passion than ability, for sure. Okay, okay. I don't think, I'm not saying they're bad, yet, but I, I, I kind of get, like, like, with the two of them, like, I kind of get like, that, that hearable kind of, like, thing where they want to like you really like carry their team forward which isn't a bad thing but mm-hmm. you've got to have the ability to like to back your to back that at the top level as well so right. Shemi, Shemi, you can come in. yeah I, I think some of it's coaching too 
Um, and I kind of see what I do kind of, I, I think I'll say a bit more to Babs' side. I don't think it's um, a necessity. Obviously, yeah, it helps to have like um, a Gallagher who can be in three places at once or a declaration who's going to put in a mad tackle. Um, it helps for sure. But I think, um, it's, I don't think it's absolutely necessary. I think you can, yeah. I think you can do it Sorry to even jump in there, Shemi, yeah, but yeah. And, and the reason why I think that's is even, even like bad, that like, you know, you have some players that like play to the crowd. And sometimes mm. if you do that, you just get so like engrossed in situations, you're just going to leave like a massive hole open and, I don't know, like you, you have to have that measured ability about yourself. And it's something that you, you, you see in the top level players, you know, like Fabinho last night, um, even though the crowd were really like playing up to it, he was still like making sure he was getting back into position. He wasn't like playing to the crowd. He was still playing his game. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think, yeah, like I said, um, uh, there's also, I think coaching assistant helped as well um, in terms of can you, do you have the player? Well, like, I think Gary mentioned it in commentary today whereby, um, he he was saying how we we don't press um, we don't counter press like Liverpool and City, um, just due to a few reasons in terms of like you know um, Thiago obviously he's 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 not slow but he's not probably not quick enough to play as high of a line. Counter press Thiago Silva, I think. No that... no 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 sorry okay. no no no. So what what I meant was sorry um, in terms of get, um, get the team up the pitch in terms of the back line, so that then um, everyone else from the front can kind of like. Can win the ball back and just be hyped the pitch automatically. I disagree. With um, that. I, thought that, I thought that was. Well, that, that's that's what Gary, that's what Gary was saying. I, th- I thought it was interesting, but anyway, that's besides the point. I just think I think yeah. To answer your question, I don't think it's all about that, but it definitely helps. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Cool. So in terms of for the rest of the season, obviously we've got the the FA Cup final, and then essentially that's really it, isn't it? Really, and then obviously fighting for top four. Um, okay. So yeah, hopefully. Like the West Ham game was a little bit of okay because momentum is an important thing, and obviously we picked up second half and then obviously we put a good performance even though we didn't kind of kill United we put a good performance so hopefully coming up to the FA Cup we can um, build on the form because obviously you don't want to come into that match um, flat yeah we don't you don't want to come in flat but in terms of Rudiger um, he's announced that he's going and we talked about the aggression um. So how how worried are you with the Rudiger leaving thing? Because I've seen different kind of discourse saying, actually, do you know what? It was time for him. Like, some people are like, do you know what? He's done well, but, you know, I, I don't really care. He's not irreplaceable. Mm. You, you know, I think we had a conversation earlier. When I, I, my, my thing is, right, I, I don't think I'm going to miss him for the Billy. I think it's like the, that mentality thing, you know, like having that kind of guy in the dressing room. It's going to like really like fire guys up, you know, get guys pumping and, and really like, Play to the crowd, but still play his game. You know, I feel like that's like important, like really, really important to like really push a team forward. Yeah. So I feel like we're gonna miss that mainly. Um, mm. I think the the centre back market kind of a lot of people have been like um, stuck in the sentiment of getting like a, a, a another senior centre back, but mm. I don't think the, the centre back market is like amazing for the senior guys. But in terms of like the young promising guys, I think there's a lot of like options to, like potentially go and re- replace him with. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not really like worried, but. I am sad that he's leaving because of like what he did bring to the team, you know, in terms of like really like get just be like a leader, you know. But that's yeah. just me personally, man. Yeah, yeah. Part part of it is like, you know, you got a leaky bucket, and you're like, okay, let me try and fix these holes in my leaky bucket. And then when you're fixing the holes, and you're like, okay, cool, I'll put a hand there, a hand there, and just as you're tra- you're fixing it, and you're getting somewhere, and the bucket's filling up, then another hole comes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of people are worried. Because it's like, okay, maybe Rudiger is replaceable, but uh, maybe that budget could have been spent on some of the Exactly. Attack. That budget could have been spent on. So, yeah, so I guess my next question. So, I don't know if, um, Shemi, Jerry, you've got any um, anything to add about Rudiger? 
Um, I, I just think in, in replacing him, we need to be um, shrewd because uh, you look at Barcelona. I mean, you're, you're just talking about, you know, the, the gaps in our squad that we have to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Barcelona are, are grabbing Christensen from us, well, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. on the free. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Madrid, uh, Bayern, who knows, are, are getting really good on, on a free. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not in the centre-back market particularly, but <coughs> there are definitely areas where we can, you know, we, we can use up little of the budget and, and solve issues. And I think what I don't want to see this summer is, you know, like just because we have, you know, 100 mil Lukaku sitting on the bench that we wait the whole summer um, to to find a deal to get him out, and on the last day we bring in like free loans, and uh, it feels like that's that's what's going to happen. But um, I yeah. think I think Rudiger Rud- Rud- will be will be a loss. Um, it, we'll see how we we, we adjust without him. Right. But, um, cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So obviously, just because of the difficulty, it feels like they asked. Um. Was it Ranić? Ranić said that United need open heart surgery. Um. That's how much kind of work that needs to be done in their squad. And uh, the journalist asked Tuchel and actually said that we don't need that. We don't need that. What we need is just like cosmetic surgery. And obviously part of part of it, because there is limited budgets and we don't know, on t- like we don't even know who the owner is. But in terms of the low knees, just a, a quick throwing out there. In terms of low knees, we touched on Gallagher a little bit. Is there any low knees that, and I'll go around, we'll start with Jerry and then we'll go Chevy, then we'll go Babs. Is there any loanies that you're like, yes, definitely has to be part of the squad? I don't want to like, maybe just, is there any loanies that you're like, yes, has to be part of the squad next season, Jerry? Um, I have to admit, I haven't watched all of these guys. So That's fine. I'm, I'm going off of vibes and hype. No, I prefer to be honest. If you, don't, if you haven't watched, then you can say zero. But listen, it sounds like Colwell is doing the same. Don't say it off. you got to say it off of your eye, not off, uh, okay. off. off of my eye. Broja, yeah. definitely, 100%. Okay, Broja. All right, Shemi. Um, yeah. Broja. Just Broja, yeah? Yeah, I haven't watched Cobol. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Broja and Gallagher, sorry. Okay, cool, because, yeah, because, yeah, it's not just about them two. I am Babs. Is there any, and this is like, I'm not asking you, maybe I'm saying, no, definitely, they have to be part of the squad. Um, Ian Matson. Okay. Potentially Broja, but I'd prefer Broja to go back out again. And probably Cobol. But I'm a bit worried about Cole. I'm a bit worried about him. I can't lie. I said definitely. He mentioned potentially, probably. It's it's minor. Okay. Um. Any anything else you guys want to cover? Um. <laughs> hey man, the season's coming to an end, man. We're nearly free. You know. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. We're, 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 we're nearly there, man. We're nearly there. We've already got what, Everton, Wolves, Leeds, Leicester. It's so dark. For the, in, the, in the league. In the, in the FA Cup in it. So we'll, we'll be we, nearly there, man. I feel like we need to win the FA Cup. Just yeah, I agree. I think we need to win. Three, three, time, three times in a row. You have to. That, that record at Wembley is disgusting, man. It's, it's, it's generally embarrassing. Bro, like, when it, like when it, when it was like Drogba Lampard, the era, like I had this thing where like, when I was watching Chelsea in any cup competition, I was like, just get to the final. Because I knew, like, once we get, like, once you get to the final, like, nine times out of ten, we'll win. And I remember, I think it was Lampard was talking about Drogba. And he was like, oh, like, before a cup final, even in training, like, he's completely different. Like, he just, 
you know what? On. This is why we need to stop with the Europeans, man. Do you know what I'm saying? We're like, we grew up in Europe. We grew up too nice to show it, to be fair. To be fair, Drogba grew up in Paris, but do you know what I mean? Like, that, <laughs> that, that, that killer mentality, do you know what I'm saying? That hunger, just that lit him out. I feel like, do you know Costa had it? Drogba had it? Like, currently, Kai's a bit... Like, like a Diaz type, you're, you're looking for. Yeah, even Luis Diaz, like, I don't know where they found it. They, like, yeah, let me not get into it, but yeah, he's got it. He's got it. You can see in his face, he's got a little bit of poverty. That favela fire. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you, you, say, you say poverty? You can see it. You can see it a little bit. Obviously, you've got the money now, but you can see that he's come from struggle. I want to see visible struggle, like, That's in your past. Poverty. But, but um, no, I feel like this is what I'm saying, and, and this is what we're talking about for next season. In terms of, like, the kind of whole killer instinct, really and truly, we don't have it. And I know Tuchel, like, sometimes I hear Tuchel talking about Liverpool and saying, like, yeah, you can see the way that these guys, they're always top of the, the stats table in terms of goals and assists. And I can see he's frustrated. And I, obviously, like someone mentioned before, Lukaku was supposed to be up the answer. That's going to be... I don't think you can solve it with one player. Like, the idea that Lukaku... I don't, the idea that Lukaku comes in, that's, it was stupid anyway, because what happens if Lukaku gets injured? Like, it, it can't be um, just one player. Um, there, was gonna, there was something I was going to say, and I can't remember it now, but it was a really good point. Um, no, with let me, but why you think of that? Let me just add yeah. to the um, the the one player thing. Um, just why I'm so worried about this this summer in terms of the transfer because it can't just be one player, right? We have to get we have to get it right. It has to be um, maybe we 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 two or three go and then we bring two or three in that that we we want people who are goal scorers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's different types of goal scorers. We want people. We don't want guys who can just do one thing. There's different mm-hmm. ways to be effective, um, and I think they need to fit what we're doing. Or if Tuco has a plan for something else, which I don't think he does, wh- whatever it is we're doing, they need to fit. We we can't be buying players and say, okay, you play like this there, but with a bit of coaching from Tuco, we'll do this and that. Yeah, just, just to quickly, just to quickly come in there, I, I think I think I agree with you. I think we have to have like maybe two or three out. In a, so if we're talking about the attack, mm-hmm. definitely two or three out. But I don't necessarily think it has to be two or three in. Um, because I think one thing that's really um held us back this season is um just having uh, mm-hmm. too many players yeah. in the same positions. So um hey, I all, think, I, all, yeah. all, I, all I know is we need at least two in. So if you want to if you want to uh, sell five, yeah, you, listen, I'm happy. We haven't even got the owner in, fam. Let's be hasty, fam. Yeah, yeah, no, no. All I'm saying is like um I don't think um the numbers have to be like for like if that makes it we can we can maybe sell if we can get rid of three, whether that be like permanent or um on loan and bring in like maybe one or like, or like, or or two. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it has to be kind of like for like. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. we just have to. We just we have to. The squad has to be concise. Yeah. Um, and there can't be too many mouths to feed. Um, like this season because that was our biggest problem. Um, Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool I thought you were a hungry player, man. You, you li- li- Liverpool. Player. Liverpool. Liverpool for the longest time had four attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, City. I know City have got loads and loads of players, but they they like you know the way Pep Pep's a bit of a crazy man, but. Um, Liverpool have shown like literally obviously you need a bit of luck of injuries in terms of their 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 players are always fit and, and never out for long periods of time but mm-hmm. I think it's fine to have like four and then max five and then that, that fifth guy can like play abundance of I, feel like, I feel like five, five for the attack I think it's important yeah five for the attack I think five is good we've got like seven or eight yeah we've got, we got way too many we've got way too many we've got way too many yeah. and I, I think what I said before 
and I've said this so many times, we need shooters. We need, like, to be fair, there's quite a lot that we need. We need ingenuity, like I said before, we don't have that. One-on-one ability, we don't have, that's two different things. One-on-one ability, we need that. So maybe one player can come in and has both, but we need one-on-one ability, in in my opinion, Artek. We need shooters, we need ingenuity, and we need shooters down the middle, not just just from wing-backs, because Mm. they're already so far. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we need shoot like like there's so many like Havertz, Mount, um, Pulisic, Hudson Odoi, like they're not for me like the most threatening players in terms of shooting. Yeah. I think Mount's the best of them, but I still don't think he's kind of elite. I still feel like yeah, we, I agree. Quick, quick, quick question, question, Dan. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you pose that question out, out for the list for the um, for the Twitter in terms of like the, your their eleven. So what would your eleven be then? I, I ideally. You're asking me on the spot, but like really and truly, it's difficult. If I, if it was me controlling, um, it's a whole different thing to like trying to fit into Tuchel's mindset. But um, essentially, I'd need for me, I'd need like uh, a main goal scorer. And when I say, Just give, give, give us your attack. I don't have to think about it. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're asking me off the top, but I definitely have Brozier back in. Um, I'd try and keep, I'd, try, I'd keep Mount Kai. Roja, potentially Hudson Odoi. It really depends where he said that because he's got two years left. I wouldn't be averse to um, selling him so that he can play regular football and then bring in definitely. If there's someone I'm going to bring in, in it's Olisse. I want Olisse. That's like my main guy that I would want. But obviously, it could be difficult. If not him, maybe a Jao Felix because there's some ingenuity and and he's a shooter. I think the thing is with Jao Felix. I know that people look at numbers and without watching games like oh he hasn't scored and that that means he's like Kai Havertz but it's definitely context and it's definitely like Jota at Wolves compared to Jota at Liverpool it's two different outputs so you can't always do that where it's like oh look here look at these numbers here but sometimes and I feel like that's what we do um and that's why we buy Lukaku and that's why we buy a burner because we just look at these numbers when numbers are they're not necessarily going to translate. You kind of just have to look at, okay, what is this player doing? And I think Felix pops off shots and he can pop off shots from anywhere. Plus he's good at headering as well. Um, and like, he's a, I think he's a real goal for it. And I feel like at Chelsea, he can eat. Um, Olissa, again, like, I think people just look at the, the total numbers and they don't realise that, like, he hasn't really even played that much. He's, I feel like they're doing him like a Rooney type thing when he first came through at Everton. And you know when people know they've got special talents and they want to keep them for a bit longer so they're not necessarily playing them every single game. But in the time that he's played, he's really been like killer for Crystal Palace. Very killer. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I want players that are clearly quality, that when I see them in the final third, I know that more time they're going to do the right thing. Because again, this Man United game, seeing the counter-attacks, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. Olisse, with Olisse, I know like he's got the ingenuity there. He's got the one-on-one ability there. He's creative. And the shots. And, and he can strike the ball. And yeah, so when, ball, yeah. when we have the, these holistic players... Then we don't have to do all of this kind of juggling. Okay, we need this player because it's one on one. Oh, because we need this player. Well, it's actually, he actually he comes. He's the full package. And so, what I'd like is like more full package players. And that's why mm. when I look at Olisse, I think like he's one of those guys. And if if we can get a Dembele and an Olisse, because Dembele is free, but I know that he's probably going to stay. Then I'll I'll welcome both of them. And I think That'd be a dream. I think just them two alone, I can see. Okay, now we're cooking. Um, and Dembele would be a dream. Too, and then Brozier back. Too. Dembele would be a dream, I can't lie. But yeah, you're spitting there. Dembele's lie. a dream, but the, like, even with Dembele, Dembele doesn't really... Dembele likes to chill wide. And we play, for me, we play wing-back. 
Yeah, true, true, true. But what? But when he gets in the box, he he he's, he's on side. Of course, of course. But then, and like, he's extremely fast. Yeah, but even Dembele, like when you look at Dembele, for me, I look at him more for the kind of creativity, and we bringing him. I, yeah. I still feel like which where, is fine though. Where is that? Which is fine, but I still look at attack thinking, where is our killer? Do you know what I'm mm. saying? Maybe Broj can come in. Maybe Broj can come in, but I still feel like there's that space. I just need someone to kill. Do you know what I'm saying? We need. Mm. A hired assassin or some shit, but so quick question, quick question, yeah. Um, I I, I think I've mentioned him one time. Um, would you? Would, is anyone um taking Sterling, like one because he's got one year left on his contract? Let's say, let's say, let's just say he didn't sign, and he was looking for a new challenge. Would anyone take Sterling? I was going. To, I I wanted him in the Guinness, but not anymore. Not 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 with new owners. Not with what? Owners, man. New owners. No, I think it's too risky with new owners, man. I don't know what oh. the financial situation is going to be, so like, I don't even want to risk it at this point anymore, man. Well, I, why, why, is it, why is it risky with new owners? I haven't put it together. What's the connection? I'm just thinking, just a the contract amounts. Like, if it does go wrong, potentially, we'd be stuck with him. But I do like the player, but I, I don't know, man. I don't I wouldn't, know. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take him. You wouldn't I, take him. I, I wouldn't take him. But then, if it happens, I'm not saying it's not going to work. Like, do you know when we was linked with Lukaku? I was like, nah, this is bad. Yeah. This is a bad idea. I'm not. I'm not looking at the Sterling thing, thinking this is the worst idea ever. Mm. I think mean, there's a couple of interesting guys, you know, across Europe. I know Gnabry is not signing. Yeah, there's a couple interesting and Gnabry's, Gnabry's decent as well, but wait, I just for me, I'm looking. I'm always someone that I like the fresh names. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I don't like recycled talent. I just like I, I like people to kind of make their story at Chelsea. And when people talk about oh, Havertz is young, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that's why he's not finishing, and that's what we should expect. No, there's like when when you buy players, there's some players that are young that are finishers, and you buy them to be finishers. And so I don't think we have to go to the higher end of the market in terms of age to get like elite all-round talent. And I feel like I like I like the idea of kind of like someone mentioned Neymar. Neymar's available. I'm not I'm not involved. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm yeah, same. I'm not involved still. I, I I don't want anyone that is a little bit jaded that, that and that has won too much. I don't want Mares. Yeah. Do you know I, I, I want my own Colombian now, man. You want your own Colombian? <laughs> I want my own Colombia, man. I want my own Fam, I was so desperate. I, I was just pre-random leagues and there was this random guy that popped up, um, Luis um, Sinistera or whatever. Sinistera is good. He's good. He's yeah, good. He, and he looks like a good like goal for it as well, especially. Yeah, yeah and he's one-on-one. On one. Uh, you can yeah. buy stocks and not underrated that. All right, cool. Is there, um, we've brainstormed about some players we still don't know. Listen, the thing is, when, you, when people ask me about what the attack and what the team should be, one week is one thing. Next week is a whole other thing. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? All it takes is one game. Um, but what I'll do is coming towards the end, coming towards what I think we should do as a collective for Chessie Hour, I feel like we should kind of create a little Excel sheet when players come in. And then we should just kind of bet and see, okay, cool. Who is for this signing? Who's against or whatever it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and then maybe ha- like list some players because it will be good to kind of track these opinions to see like, Right, who's who's got the better opinion as well? But um, anything else we need to cover? Because I'm ready to go. Yeah, in the season, man. No. Four more games. <laughs> Four more games. One more game, and then we're free. Please just get me to the end. Wait, tired, man. This is, this is what Chelsea have done. And give us some new fucking owners, bro, man. Like, what's, what's, what's going on? They keep what on delaying it. Up, they keep on saying um, they they the, extra, the extra 500 M's. I, I respect oh. it from, from Roman. Roman like, <laughs> like yeah, extra 500. Roman's like, it's for charity. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, safe, Fab. Safe, Chevy. Safe, Jerry. Uh, everyone listening, thanks as well. And we'll catch you next week.
Peace. Nice one. Sports Social Podcast Network.